Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem unrealistic. To be a support for you, cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, welcome to our first episode. Rhonda and I are so excited to be able to do this thing. It's been on our hearts to start a podcast where we can be the voice of women supporting women. And today, we wanted our first episode to be about friendships, what works, what doesn't, when to work on them, and maybe when to say goodbye to them if they become toxic. For sure. You do not want to be in a toxic relationship, uh, you know, not a regular relationship or a friendship, right? Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to start by saying we met at church. Um, We were both on the worship team, and we just had a bunch of stuff in common that we found out, and we bonded over that we both had children that passed away Mm -hmm. um, from heart conditions, and we kind of bonded over that fact. And so I immediately was attracted to Phyllis. We immediately, like wanted to hang out. There was just something about her that was and magnetic. Im- immediately, <laughs> it was such a God thing, I think, because yeah. we probably told each other's life stories in the first hour <laughs> after worship practice was over. Remember, we stood yeah. in the parking lot and just talked and talked and talked. And I just knew from that very moment, like, this is a special friendship that's starting to form. Yeah. And just so you know, Phyllis and I are a few years apart in age. (laughs) She said that so nicely. Um, Just a few. Um, So it's kind of cool because it's it's like, you know, we assume that our best friends or our closest friends are going to be, you know, the same age or a year or two. How old are you, Rhonda? Um, I'm... I'm in my early 40s. (laughs) Not really. I'm in my mid-40s. I'm in my early 60s. Yeah. So we see we have quite a, we have a difference. We have a difference, right? Um, But, you know, I think you just assume that you're going to have people that are the same Same age age, as you. And I think that that's not necessarily true. I feel like you've learned from me and I've learned from you. And, you know, just because I'm younger doesn't mean I know less. It's just Yeah, I don't think um, age has anything to do with not being able to listen to someone's opinion. Um, I definitely think the older you get, of course, more life experiences you've gone through and hopefully gained some wisdom from it. But I am someone who constantly wants to um, gain wisdom from other women too of all ages even um you know our daughters who are younger there are times they say things where I just think man they're so much smarter than we were at that age they have a lot more insight so I don't take age as something obviously I married someone younger (laughs) I have this thing Um, younger folks yeah (laughs) I like to hang out with the young people um no but I think a lot of times older people get kind of um, staunchy in their friendships and they think, um, I can only take advice from somebody my age or older. And I I just disagree with that. I think you can find friendships. There are different kinds of friendships. Mm-hmm. I think, of course, a, a true friendship is someone that has more things in common with you. 
but I don't think age should be a factor in it. I think you can learn from a lot of different kinds of friends and age yeah. groups and things like that. And I think because Phyllis and I grew up very differently too. I mean, yeah. as you get to know us more, um, I grew up in, I, I'm a pastor's kid. I grew up in church. You I know, didn't. Raised <laughs> under a pew. And she didn't. She came from a more dysfunctional mm-hmm family. And so there has been things in our friendships that we've been able to share. And I've been able to tell her like, you know, this is the way it's supposed to work, you know, because I had a healthy relationship with my parents and um, I didn't. (laughs) The other thing is we thought our husbands wouldn't get along. So my husband, okay, is very, you know, he was, he he looks like Pitbull. Yes. He looks just like Pitbull. And he loves to dance, and he really doesn't like dance. country music. He would never yeah. wear cowboy boots if you, like, paid him. Introducing my husband. <laughs> who, But he's he's kind of slicked out over the years, but he is a country boy at heart. And my husband and your husband have a little bromance they going do. on. They do. In fact, they go to dinner once a yeah. month. They and leave we, us out? Yeah, they leave us out. They go to dinner. It's not fair. The running joke is that my husband loves vanilla ice cream and Phyllis's husband loves chocolate. And so at the end of their dinner, they always have their little cup of ice cream. I mean, are they like 95? Like, I'm yeah, just wondering yeah, like, what that's going to look like I in don't 10 know. years. It's scary. It's, scary. <laughs> it's so cute. And so even men can have beautiful friendships, which I think is that could be a whole episode in itself because men don't talk about their issues. And I think when you have um, men who can go out on a monthly basis and say, hey, let's touch base, let's just the two of us go out. Because you know when you add women in the group, they get no time to talk at all. So I think that's really cool for men friendships to bond that way too. And then um, I just think in general – Growing a friendship takes time. You have to trust the person that, you, that you're that you going to share secret things with. And so you want to be able to, um, you know, be there for them. You want to be able to not share their secrets with other people. That's not what a friendship is. Um, and also, like, physically being there if something happens. So I, I know we had talked before um, about one time Rhonda was having a really, really hard time. And I asked her if I could come over and just comfort her. And she said, said, no. (laughs) I said, no, you, I don't want anybody over here. And to be honest, like if I'm going to be really, we're going to talk about being totally honest and genuine. I literally was in my bedroom with all the drapes drawn, like in a ball in bed. I had, the reason I was, is I had actually gone through a demise of a friendship, which was very close to me. And I was devastated. It was like a divorce. It was like a breakup. And it was like a death. It was. It was like a death. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Phyllis and I, w- the other thing I want to say is that we don't, I, she has other friends. I have other yes. friends. Like, I have different circles of friends. And that's okay. Yeah. And I think sometimes we get so stuck in, like, well, this is my best friend. Why right. are you spending time with her? You know, and we see on social media they're out doing stuff together, and that's your best friend. It doesn't have to be that way. It, you know, Phyllis is my go-to girl. Like, if I have something that needs to be shared, something intimate, something that I wouldn't want to share with anybody else, she's my person. But it doesn't mean I don't have a lot of really other good friendships as well. Exactly. So funny because I just got a text this week from um, an acquaintance that she's been kind of asking me some different questions and things. And she 
<laughs> it's so funny you said that because she said, so I just have this question for you. I have females who get jealous when I hang out with other female friends. What the heck? Is this normal? And I <laughs> texted back, heck no, it's not. But we have had that happen mm-hmm. in other friendships that we've had. And I yeah. think that's what a friendship isn't is it is not, um, you, you're not bonded for life. Yeah. <laughs> you can have other close friends, but you know, there, there is, I can honestly say I have two very, very best friends, Rhonda being one of them that I would share very intimate things with that I, you know, trust that if I called them, they're your 2am friends. Yeah, right? definitely. If something happened, they would be there for sure. I would be there for them. Our families are close. We love each other. That's that. That doesn't mean that you have to be glued at the hip. Um, and honestly, I'm not even like that in my marriage. Like if my husband's by my side too far, <laughs> too much, I'm yeah. like, please go away. You're smothering me. I can't handle friendships where, you know, I get a phone call or a text or something from somebody going, oh, I see you went out to dinner with so-and-so, you know, like you feel like you're cheating on (laughs) them, right? (laughs) Like, wait, was I supposed to ask permission? (laughs) I don't know. So I I think that's what a friendship isn't. A friendship is not jealous. It's not, um, it's not someone who would, you know, let you share your secrets and then go to another person and say, oh my gosh, guess what? So-and-so told me that is not a friendship. And Let me just say that if that happened once, I would try to see what the situation is, why they're feeling that need to do that. Maybe there's a different issue behind it and you can get past that and still stay friends. If that happens twice, sorry, that friend is cut off. Like You might want to reevaluate the friendship altogether. But real quickly to go back, because we didn't finish the story, because so you knew I was in bed with the covers drawn and over my head and the drapes never opening again. She did not listen to my I could hear her dread no. over the phone, and I was like, oh, heck no. She's not going in that deep, dark place. She literally came to my door with French fries and from milkshake. In-N-Out and a milkshake. And if that is not a good friend, I, I don't mean, know what is. Don't you need comfort food when you're totally <laughs> depressed and you want to sit with a friend and cry? Like, let's drink our milkshakes and eat our French yeah. fries together. Yeah. And so it made you laugh. It did. It made me laugh, yeah. and it got me kind of out of my funk. And not to say that there wasn't really some hard times, you know, moving forward. But I will say that, um, you know, she just has always come through in in a clutch. I mean, there's been a lot of times that I've been in tears or cried or, you know, whatever it's been, she's, she's been there and vice versa. Yeah. Because I, there was, um, during the time when my daughter was getting married, we're having like a really hard time with just, there was just a lot of stress mm-hmm. going on and different things that I had things in my head of how I wanted things to be. And it wasn't happening that way. And, um, one day I walked out front and Rhonda had left this most be- beautiful bouquet of white flowers with a card. And it just brought tears to my eyes because sometimes that's all you need is just someone to, to say, I see you. And I think in turn during that time, especially, I will say that that was probably one of the more difficult times in our friendship because I was kind of going through some own, my own things um, at work and personally, and we had a lot going on. And, and you know, as her close friend, um, I wasn't able to attend her daughter's wedding. And I know that that hurt her. And I know that was really difficult. And, 
you know, even though she understood, I, that was a tough time. It was, it was a tough time. And I felt like I needed to remind her, like, I love you and I'm here and I see you. And I'm sorry that our lives are so crazy busy right now, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to forget about our friendship. Perfect. Yeah. That's the other thing is, um, I think that was a good lesson is to know, even when, for the best case scenario, you want um, your best friend to be by your side all the time. There are times when that isn't possible. And can you still maintain a friendship after that? And and the fact that um, you recognize that and you can reach out to say, yes, I am, I still love you. You're still my friend. Um, it's We're in different places right mm-hmm. now, and that's okay. Sometimes friendships don't make it through those mm-hmm. changes and that's yeah. really hard. But um, one of the things that keeps Rhonda and I going is we laugh like no oh other. <laughs> it's really bad. I'm surprised mm. that we're being this serious. Yeah, we're being very <laughs> serious today. You won't always be it this won't serious. Be like that. No, we'll probably have to be like cut. <laughs> like we need to redo this episode. But um, I had to, I when I was writing out the bullet points <laughs> for this episode, the most funniest time recently was when all four of us went to dinner. I don't even know how this came about, but Rhonda and I started talking about old boyfriends and how <laughs> our husbands totally match who we're supposed to be with right now. Right. And we said, they said, what do you mean? What do you mean? And we said, let's prove it to you. Now, no offense to any yes. old boyfriends yes. out there, Mm-mm. but we did kind of stalk your profile. Yeah. So I like Googled my guy and um, let's just say like, just to be nice. Um, he looks nothing like the hot Portuguese guys with green eyes that I dated. This is the thing, too. It was was bad. We were laughing so hard. We almost... Yes. Peter Pants. Peter Pants. (laughs) Um, The thing is, is like, the boys were so cute when we dated them back in the day. And every old boyfriend we looked up, we went, oh. (laughs) He has not aged well. Let's just say mine didn't have front teeth, okay? (laughs) So... Don't go there. I know, right? Oh, no. It's okay. Okay. Moving on. We can't anyway, do that. Moving on. Nice. We won't okay. talk about that. But we did. We we find these crazy things. We just love to have fun. We love to dance. We love to sing. We love to just. We're just crazy. And I think um, when you find a friend that you can laugh at the most dumbest thing, like that may not even be funny to half of you guys out there, but to us it was hysterical. It would be funny. Go look up your ex-boyfriend. It would be. <laughs> Just is, saying. Unless you're totally of hot, it's kind of, it won't be funny. I know. Well, <laughs> you could cry. You, I mean, might, you cry. might be like, oh, dang. <laughs> I was going to say you married the wrong guy, but that's not nice. Anyway. No. No, no, no. Okay, that's another episode. Um, but yeah, so we just have the best time together. I think your friendships always have to be light too, where you're, um, just, you just find that common ground to, we don't have to do a lot. We can just hang out and have the best time together. And so, you know, our friendship doesn't revolve around like, you know, going to the best restaurants or the best parties or go to Vegas and have a good time. You know, those friendships are based on stuff, stuff. Yeah. yeah, And events. And you're, it's like Mm. friendship, you know, like the bachelor, you know, I always wonder like, how do you live in the world after you've been on The Bachelor? Like your dates yeah. are never going to be that great ever mm-hmm. again. Like that is just a, that who, is just way too high of an expectation. Yeah. There's just these no way. Trips and all these boats. And first of all, I get vertigo, so I'm like, Ugh, yeah, no. that's not fun. But um, yeah, okay, that brings up a good subject of what friendships aren't. Is 
speaking of women not supporting women, you know, you go, you watch these shows, Housewives, The Bachelor, those kind of things. And it's like, oh, we're all friends. Those are not friendships in any way, shape, or sound. They argue all the time. They talk behind each other's back all the time. They are not, I would say they're there for the most important things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, obviously it has to be stage some of it or I scripted whatever because they like the the fighting because I guess it would be a boring friendship if you were just going to lunch having fun god forbid (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so I think the problem is is that the younger generation is seeing those kinds of friendships as thinking that they're real and that frightens me because that is not what a friendship is, and um, and it's also not about the events, the right. clothing, the hair, the makeup, and it's all not about that. competition. Yeah, you know? I mean, I think a lot of us as women, we compete with one another, yeah. and we compete on such a like a high level. Like your girlfriend is not your competition; she should be yeah. your partner. You know, please what I mean? tell she, her when yeah. she has spinach in her teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and if she looks jacked up, you should. Tell you her. should. <laughs> But don't nicely. tell somebody else that she looks shocked no. up. You just need to tell her. Very nicely tell her. Very nicely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That yeah. is funny. I think expectations for friendships, um, when we were talking about, you know, unhealthy expectations, I think a lot of times, you know, I've found in friendships, you want to give your opinion. And that opinion you know, may not be something you want to hear or something you want to take, mm-hmm. but listening to it and just kind of shutting up and, you know, sometimes just thinking about it because there's been a lot of times that, um, you know, Phyllis and I have gotten into things where she said something and mm-hmm. it wasn't the right time or place and I was in a mood or whatever. And then my feelings get hurt. And then, but she's then so I have good. To apologize. And she does. She does. She's <laughs> very good at apologizing. Sorry, I opened my mouth at the wrong time again. <laughs> I think sometimes we forget that it's okay if they don't, agree with what we agree with. I don't think you should be a yes friend. mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that the best kinds of friendships are the ones that can be honest and say, um, you know, I don't agree with you doing that, or that's not the way I parent or, you know, whatever it is and say, you know, that's good for you. It works for you. Listen, every family, every, um, every way you do something is the way you do it that's normal to you. And so unless it's, like, dangerous or way out of control, then as a good friend you have to, like, Mm -hmm. reel that back in. But, you know, if we agreed on every single subject, I just don't think that would be a true friendship. I think the reason our friendship has lasted is that we can be honest and raw with each other and say, well, you know, that's I hope that works for you. I don't think I would do it that way. But I still love you. Yeah. No, definitely. And, I think, you know, just loving pers- people through the different seasons of their lives. I mean, I've, you know, when you're in your early teens and 20s, you haven't really gone through a whole lot. I mean, some some people have, some people have lost parents or mm-hmm. siblings or whatever. But I mean, when you get into, yeah, yeah, emotionally, as you get older <clears throat> and you go through more things, you know, I've seen death of friends, husbands and death of people's children and, you know, death of my own child. And I think sometimes like loving your friend through the pain and knowing that they're going to get out on the other side, mm-hmm. but initially it might just be, they can't process all that good advice you have for them. And it's easy for you to give that advice because right. you're in a healthy space yeah. and they're not. And yeah. so I think a lot of times we dissolve 
relationships and friendships because we feel like, well, they're not listening to me. And it's yeah. like, well, or they maybe, just need to get over it. Yeah, they yeah. can't process yeah. through it right at that very moment. And that's okay. It's yeah. okay. And and if it's worth if that friendship is worth something to you, then you should be willing to understand their side of it. Now, if it goes on and it becomes toxic, that's a totally other issue. Right. But I feel like a lot of times we abandon friendships when it gets too difficult. Right. And sometimes you just have to sit with your friend and, um, you know, know that, let them know that you're just there. You Mm -hmm. don't have to give advice all the time either. So, um, so just some different things to think about as we are going to wrap this up is, um, some of the questions that you might want to ask yourself to see if your friendship's working. Um, do you feel validated or loved by your friendship? Um, are they here for a season or a reason, or is it time to let them go? And then how can you make your friendship flourish? Um, is there someone that you're thinking about today that maybe you could send a text or a card for just for no reason, just to tell them you're thinking about them, let them know how important they are in your life. And if there's something that they need this week and, um, and you, you can feel that need, just do that for them and make your friendships gold. Because remember, our scripture is Job 23.10. For when he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. And just remember that, you know, sometimes we get in our own, our own head and our own life and we kind of forget that our friends could be going through things too. So like Phyllis said, I do encourage you, like make it a task on your list to send a card to a friend or maybe just pick up the phone and call or even as simple as a text. I mean, I love it when I get mm-hmm. texts from friends, right? I mean, it's just such a nice thing I to get. I love bitmojis. <laughs> we do a lot of the bitmojis. We <laughs> well, we well, love you guys. And we... I love you, friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, friend. We hope that this episode has encouraged you and we look forward to having more 24 karat conversations with you. Until next time, friends. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.